Okay, I said before we start the sugya about Timona, which I really want to start today, which is a Kavaldiga sugya, very, very exciting, very nagay, practical sugya. I just want to mention something from yesterday, Ben. Okay, very important to mention from yesterday. Um, I, it's very possible, I haven't checked it 100%, but it could be, uh, I didn't listen to the recording yesterday, but it could be that I mentioned something which I think might have been a mistake yesterday, the Gabba de Svadim. I think I was a bit too makel. So we're going to change a few things around today. Um, it could be like this. I don't remember exactly what we said according to Svarim. Adding water into the children on Shabbos Kodesh, if it's burning, if it's drying out, whatever. Um, so if I remember correctly, I think that I said that you could take the children pot itself and put it under the spout because you can't use a klisheni. So it was brought to my attention, it was brought to my attention that it could be, that's even that, according to many Svarim, is problematic because Chachamovadio Yosef held that Eroi, right, Eroi, we've spoken about Eroi, it's going to get poured, it immediately cools down, loses its temperature, and therefore is still subject to Bishal, and therefore cannot be added to your Chulant. Which means they ask Ravadi, so what are you meant to do? Lemaisa, Asvad What's he meant to do to add water to the Chulant on Shabbos Kodesh if it's drying out? What's the Eitzah? What's that? <laughs> you're right, you're right. Okay, Chamin. Not chulin, that doesn't, it's like an oxymoron, it doesn't work. Okay? Chamin, right? By the way, there are some swan that eat, that eat chulin. They understand, they understand. They understand. So what do you do? So Ravadia Duvi says the following thing. Listen to this Kavaldiga Eitsa. Moyudiga Eitsa. The Eitsa goes like this. Erev Shabbos, fill up a bag of water. Put, of cold water, Erev Shabbos. Tie a knot in it. It's mamash secure. Heat resistant bag. Put it into the chulant. Rest it on the top of the chulant. Sits there. Beautiful. If on Shabbos morning, or whenever, you find that your chulant is burning, you have a problem. Take a knife and pop the bag. And then all the water comes out. And this way you're good. This way, this is Gavaldik. Contra You can add water to the chulant to Shabbos Kodesh. Aaron, yeah? Good? Gavaldik. Now we're going back to Rabbi Sai. Okay? Levi, yeah? Okay. Let's begin, Rabbi Sai, a Gavaldik Sogya of Hatmana. Let's begin Hatzmona, but we'll begin like this. Let's understand, where does Hatzmona come from? What's Pshat in Hatzmona? Now the word Hatzmona obviously means insulating, right? Rafal, insulating. Many of us, without even knowing, insulate things on Shabbos Kodesh. Where did it come from? So the Gemara in Shabbos Lamadala tells us that, and you have to remember in the olden days as well, they didn't all have their own private ovens. Like, it's not like nowadays we're living in a rich generation. Everybody has their own oven. Is there anybody here in their house that doesn't have their own private oven in their own house? Is there anybody? I don't think so. Right? Everybody has an oven in their home. We're living in a rich generation. It didn't always have to be that way. Sometimes, in the olden days, they didn't have their own ovens. They had a communal oven. They had a communal oven that everyone would take their pot on Friday afternoon, morning, whenever it would be, and would take it into the communal oven, oven, heat it up, it will become hot. Now they need to take it home, because they need to eat hot food on Shabbos Kodesh, right? So Rafal, what do they do? Ellie, what do they do? They took the pot from the communal oven, they wrapped it up, insulating it, so it stays hot for the rest of a few hours, till Friday night meal, till Shabbos day meal, whatever it is, and then they would eat it. That was one of the reasons, one, one, of, the, one of the ways they used to do it tomorrow. Now, it's the gear nowadays. It's the gear to so many different things. Let me just give you a couple of examples, and then we'll delve straight into the halacha. Let's delve into the halacha, but let me give you a few halachas. Nagay number one. Stop it, you with me? Very important. Very nagay shayla. You ever saw 
that someone takes the challah from the oven. They like nice, hot, warm challah by Shabbos Kodesh. So you take the challah, Ali, from the oven, and you put it under the challah decal. Who okay. knows what that is? Yeah. Livy. Yeah? Ruben, you know what that is, right? Yeah? What is it? Mylach. The challah cover. Okay, fine. English. The challah cover. Thank you for the art school. Gavaldic. So there we are. Rabbi Sai, you took the challah, you put it under... Under the, on, you cover it with something. Is that a tamala? Is that a tamala? People do this, right? Is that a tamala? Let's say, for example, very again, I had this shadow before by somebody, is let's say you're going to your neighbor, your brother-in-law, your mother-in-law, whatever it is for Shabbos to eat, and you, your wife made a, a tray of chicken. Now, you want to take that tray and bring it to your brother-in-law, your mother-in-law, whatever it may be down the street, but you don't want it to get cold, so you're going to wrap it in a towel, and then you're going to take it to the house. Is that allowed? Is that a tamala? Let's say, for example, you want to heat up a schnitzel on Shabbos, Kodesh. But you want to heat it up, obviously, in a mutter oven. How do you do that? On top of the urn. Top of the urn. Say not on top of the urn. So I'm going to cover it with foil, aluminum foil. Right? I'll wrap it around just to make sure it doesn't get dirty or whatever. Put it on top of the Shabbos urn. Is that a tomorrow? What if someone's, you know, the chicken soup, for example, right? Sometimes you have chicken soup that's a bowl and a plate underneath it. And somebody went to the bathroom, whatever it was. So you want to make it nice, you want to keep it warm for him. So you take the plate underneath the soup and you put it on top of the bowl. This way it stays warm for a bit longer. Is that a tamala? Rabbi said there's many, many shilas. And obviously, we can't even leave out the most important one, which we have to get to, is obviously the crockpot shila. That's the biggest atmana shila that exists in Bismana Zeh, is the shila of a crockpot. Is that atmana? Is it not atmana? How is it not atmana? We're going to talk a lot about that, Beis Hashem. Okay, but the basic idea is, atmana means insulating. Insulating for the purpose of keeping something warm, keeping something hot. Now, let me explain Rabbi Sai very, very clearly. There are two types of Atmana. There's Atmana, which is what the Gemara in Shabbos Lamadalad calls Atmana with a Moisif Hevel, something that positively increases heat. And there's Atmana with a Enoi Moisif Hevel, something that doesn't positively increase heat, but it keeps the heat status quo. Good? Asha, is that clear? Two types of atmana. There's atmana b'moisev hevel. That's when you're adding heat, making it more hotter. Or atmana with an ena moisev hevel. That means I'm not making it hotter. I'm just keeping it in the temperature that it is for as long as I possibly can. Okay? Now, let's go one by one and explain them very clearly. Moisev hevel. The din of a moisev hevel, the Gemara and Shabbos tells us very clearly, is as a that you will stoke the colds. Meaning, we have a problem that if you're doing Hatmana with a Moisev Hevel, then it's a Hashach that you may come to stoke the colds. Therefore, it is Osa even on Erev Shabbos. This is an interesting one. This is not Osa on Shabbos. This is Osa even on Friday morning. That means, whatever we're going to define as Moisev Hevel, Hatmana, is going to be Osa 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday morning. You can't do it. Whatever it's called, Hatmana with a Moisev Hevel, will be asked on Erev Shabbos. Why? Because there's always a chashash of Shema Yechate, Gecholim. You're going to be going stoke the coals, which is obviously Mave, which is an Issa making fire on Shabbos Kodesh. And that's the reason why it is also even on Erev Shabbos. If it was done and you have it on Shabbos Kodesh, immediately remove the wrapping because you have to get rid of the chashash. And the chashash is cold man. You have the heat, you have the insulation around. We're worried. Let me give you some examples, very, very practical examples. David, you ready? These are the most practical examples of things I'm sure many of us use in our kitchens at home that are called Moisif Hevel. 
Okay, these are obviously very, very practical. These are the examples, okay? These are things that all of us use in our homes, in our kitchens, as a most of heaven, and it's going to be a problem. It's called that tomorrow, the most of heaven. What are those things? Listen carefully to the most practical list ever. Again, we use this all the time. Salt, peat, lime, sand, wet cotton, wet grass, wet straw, manure, refuse of olives and grapes, and wet cotton wool. These are the normal things that all of us use in our homes when we want to do our tomorrow, right? Brown? It's a normal thing to do. You want to do that tomorrow, you take, you know, a bunch of old olives or something, and you wrap it around your pot. So that's what they did at Bisman Chazal, Laivi. Now, I want to tell you an interesting fact, by the way. This is a true fact. When you walk in there to Shol, you get a mitzvah. It's moyotik. But leave that for a moment. When you walk in there to Shol, you see garbage houses. You ever saw this before? Outside apartment buildings? You see like a mini house, like a stone thing, and something's got an air vent, whatever, and people put the garbage, garbage bins, the big huge things, green things are in there, people put their garbage in there, close the door. It's like a mini house, right? In some places they've converted it into a maksant or a shusha, or they've done for a barber, whatever it is, if they can get away with it, they'll do that. But otherwise it's used as garbage. I want to give you a challenge, Rabbi Sai. During the winter, when it's full, walk into one of those. It's going to be nice and warm. What's pshat? Well, you don't have to walk in there, but you can take my word for it, Ellie, okay? You can take my word for it. The mice, you walk in, it's warm. What's the pshat? Because many of the things that we chuck out and put in the garbage are what we call moist travel. They generate heat. And therefore, that's what the Gemara is talking about. Now, you'll tell me it's not again nowadays. So I'll tell you it's very again nowadays. Let me give you one example. And again, we'll talk about the halacha and afkaminas as we go on and continue to explain the Shurim. Let me give you halacha and maisa. When do we do Hatmana with the Mice of Heaven, which is also an 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday morning? What would be, anybody know an example, by the way? Anybody? I mean, every single one of us could do this every single week. Hello? Nobody. Wow. Ben. Anybody? David? No. Is anybody there? You know the people in the camera think that I'm actually talking to nobody. They think I'm in an empty base medrash and I'm just like randomly calling names. I hear, oh, you see, I found the raya. I found the raya. There's nobody there answering. Okay, in a minute, maybe we'll turn it, turn it around. Do a 360. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Huh? Ooh, okay. I want to, I don't want to get the crockpots if you don't mind, simply because I want to explain crockpots. But I want to talk about a simple one. Let's say, for example, you have your chicken soup on the hot plate on Erev Shabbos, and you wrap it around with a towel to really cause it that it's hot. Okay? I'll give an example. A fella calls me from Toronto. It's a little bit cold sometimes in Toronto. I've been there in the winter. It's pretty cold. Right? It's cold, no? In Montreal. Uh, it's not that much warmer in Montreal than Toronto. So somebody called me with the following shayla in a, in a shul in, Montreal, in Toronto, I think it was. They had made for the Shabbos urn a special cozy cover. Right? A nice little blanket which was made to measure. And it fits directly onto the urn because it's so cold by the shul area where they have it. It's not in their homes. It's in a shul, which is like outdoors. And they were worried that the cold outside would, would, would have such a harsh bar on the urn that the heat, on the, you know, heating up the water inside wouldn't be enough to make the whole water hot. Was that allowed or not? Right? So it's basically the same shot as what we're going to tell you right now. If you have a pot of chicken soup, Davy, on the hot plate on Friday morning and you wrap it around with a towel, on Friday morning, and you leave it that way, you have been over on Hatmana with a Moisif Hebel, which is also a feed on Erev Shabbos. Why? Because, true, the towel is not being Moisif Hebel. A towel doesn't generate heat. 
when you wrap a towel around something, it keeps the heat in the same way. It keeps the status quo at least as long as it can. But the hot plate underneath it is causing it to get hotter and hotter. That's a massive hevel. Zuk the rosh, which we'll get to, Be'ez Hashem. When I have something insulated, even if it's insulated with an ain't a massive hevel, but if it's on a source of heat, that's hatmona with a massive hevel. Also, I feel an air So you have to be very, very careful with your crock pots, with your chicken soups, with anything on the fire, that you don't insulate it on Friday morning, because that's hatmona with a massive hevel, which could even be asked to eat on Shabbos Kodesh. Let's talk about, let's continue, just because, again, I don't want to go too much involved in halachas, I want to give you the hagdama today, and tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem, we're going to get into the actual halachas, we're done on a game. And that is, now let's move on to Eina Moisif Hebel. Eina Moisif Hebel means that you're insulating something with something that does not positively add heat, it keeps the heat in the same situation that it is. I'll give you some examples that fall into this category, in case you have these things in your kitchen handy, make sure you don't use these things, and that is dry straw, dry grass, not wet, uh, dry cotton, not wet, paper, foil, feathers, and towels. All of these things are called an Eino Moisif Hevel. Why? They don't positively add heat, they just keep the heat in the situation that it is for as long as possible. Now, since the Chashash over here is, then when you do Hatmona with an Eino Moisif Hevel, you will come to heat up the food. Why? Because you're about to wrap it in something that's going to keep it as hot as long as possible. So right before I wrap it, I want to make sure that what? I've heated up the food as much as I can. That if you do hatmana with an ain of hevel, you may come to heat up the food, cook, bishel, before you wrap it. It's only a chashash on Shabbos Kodesh. And therefore, Erev Shabbos, hatmana with an ain of hevel is going to be mutter. Which means wrapping it around with a towel, not on a source of heat, just to keep it warm for a couple of hours, would be okay. It's an Enoi Moisev Hevel. And therefore, an Enoi Moisev Hevel is Muta on Erev Shabbos. It's only Asa on Shabbos. Because on Shabbos we have the Chashash of Bishel right before you do that tomorrow. Is everybody, David, are you with me? Is this clear? Ellie? With me? Okay, good. I can say one name and a bunch of people like, oh, it's great. Come on, it's beautiful. Baruch Hashem. Okay, now, Agav, an interesting question. Um, does Atmana apply by a lid? Are you allowed to close a lid of a pot? Or is that considered to be Atmana? Because the Maisa, why do people close the lid of pots? To keep it warm, to keep it hot, to keep this, you know, as much as they can. That's not called Atmana. We're going to learn, but is Hashem, that Atmana means a second layer of, apart from the pot itself. To cover something with a normal way of covering it, we'll see, is okay. To go above and beyond that, that's going to be problematic. Okay? Rabbi Sai, Hatmana is also even if it's fully cooked, even if it's with stomach viraloi, which means further cooking is detrimental to it, fully cooked is asa. Doesn't make a difference what stage it is. It's not like shihia or chazara, which makes enough to mean where it's cooked. Hatmana is always asa. Rabbi Sai will end with this, and that is, there are four conditions that you need. You will not find this when you learn clear cut simulation and Zayin, which is the Sugi of Atmana. There are four main conditions of Atmana. In order to have an Is of Atmana, I need all these, all these four conditions to be present, and then it's Asa. And we'll go through them one by one tomorrow. Number one, it has to be Atmana Lagamri, completely insulated. We'll explain. Number two, it has to be in a clearition, not a Klisheni. We'll explain. Number three, it has to be my Kavona to insulate it. Not stam, we'll explain. And for number four, Naga Bekdeira, the wrapping or the covering has to touch the actual food 
or part. A lot of this we'll discuss tomorrow. Mitzvah tomorrow we're going to go through many, many details and practical shilas of Hatzmana, Halacha, and Amaisa. Have a wonderful, beautiful day.